Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk with Sophie Yasmin. We're on episode six now. Can you believe it? All these episodes are based on self-improvement, personal growth. You know, this is what it's all about. This is what I'm thinking about right now. This is what I'm, I'm hoping to share with the people who are listening. And maybe some of you who are listening have not thought about the law of attraction or maybe haven't heard of it or have heard of it but don't really know what it's about maybe it's some kooky wooky universe stuff that sounds a bit out there and not really for you and um that was 100% me a couple of years ago so with that in mind I just want to invite you to have an open mind just as my mind was prized open (laughs) it was very very much closed shut for a while um and with that open mind See if anything speaks to you. And if it does, fantastic. And if it doesn't, you know, you've just listened to me drone on for a while. And um, there are worse things in the world, if I may say so. So without further ado, the law of attraction. Here we go. The law of attraction. What is that? What is this phrase that's become like a little, little buzzword, key phrase thing? Well, basically, it's that thoughts become things. That's what it is. Now, the law of attraction, like that that term, definitely the first time I heard that was in the sort of mid-2000s or the late 2000s when this movie or documentary had come out called The Secret um, or, or a book. And some people were talking about it, but it's not something that I had really looked into or thought about looking into. But I, I was hearing the law of attraction. Wow, it's amazing. You can change your life. But I was much younger then and, and wouldn't have been interested or, or aware to sort of go and check these things out. I don't think I was really into changing my life back then. You know, this is maybe like, what, 10 years ago, at least. I, I would have just been living living in this sort of reactionary way where I just go through life and I'm dealt what I'm dealt or I'm given what I'm given and that's what I would be thinking, that's how life works and I just sort of just make my way through life like that. I would never have thought that actually you can sort of, let's say your life is like a movie and in your mind is like the screen, that you can actually be the director of your own movie. Therefore, you can create your own life through using the law of attraction. So, you know, that's a that was a discovery for me when years and years and years later, I was like, oh, the law of attraction. I, I mean, I'd heard of that a while ago. There you go. Maybe it wasn't time to hear about it yet, but now I understand. So your thoughts become things. Really, there are many laws of the universe, as they say. And I know, okay, this is where the open-mindedness comes in because that sounds so out there. So like, oh my God, California style. But it's true. You know, it does sound like that. But I'm going to ignore that myself, which is what I've had to do. And just listen. Okay, law of vibration. What is that? There are two laws that we're going to talk about here. Because people talk about the law of attraction a lot. But that's actually the secondary law. First and foremost, you have the law of vibration. Now, this is the really important part. Because you can't attract anything unless your vibration is a certain way. Okay, so the primary law, the law of vibration, is your your feeling state. How do you feel? that's the vibration you're in. So you know when you're like, oh, what's the vibe? You know, that's shorthand, if you like, for the vibration, the frequency of the room. But I didn't put two and two together. I don't know if I'm just a little bit... It took me quite a while to put two and two together. You know, 
vibe is short for vibration, right? And then you can start to think about uh, the Beach Boys song, Good Vibrations. You know, it's about feeling good. You know, if someone's vibe is high, like I, I get it now. And I can't believe I didn't realize that before, but maybe, maybe it's not obvious. I don't know. So the law of vibration is how you're feeling. That's the first step. And then the law of attraction is what comes next. So basically what you're thinking, thoughts become things. Very important. That's like the, the, the staple sentence that we have to remember. Your thoughts become things. Okay, so your thoughts affect your feeling state. How you're feeling is basically an indication of what you've been thinking. Okay, and then how you're feeling or what you're feeling is what you attract back to yourself. I hope I'm explaining this in, in, a, in a concise and efficient way that is easy to understand. I'm not sure. But every thought has a frequency. It's, it's like on a frequency. It is a frequency. Okay, it's like a tangible energy. Just think of like radio waves and electricity and other things that we can't see, but they exist. You know, for a very, very long time in the world, just imagine, you know, when Thomas Edison was creating the light bulb and he was struggling with that for quite a while and failing and failing and failing hundreds of times and people thinking, God, this guy's crazy. Well, I'm imagining this guy's crazy. Like he obviously is nuts. Electricity. Pff, what's that? You know, we've not seen any electricity until he created the bloody light bulb. And then electricity was suddenly a tangible thing that you could see. The thing is, is that electricity has always existed. It's just that we haven't, like, you know, cultivated to be able to see it or experience it before then. It's just like gravity as well. We can't see gravity, but we all understand and all accept that it exists. It's a force, an invisible force, right? So this is like the open-mindedness again, just to sort of really soften our minds and think, well, okay, those things, for example, electricity or gravity or whatever, at some point were not believed to, to be in existence simply because we could not see them or whatever. And think of infrared rays, you, you know, you, your remote control for the TV, you press a button and somehow it beams onto the TV. Well, it's this invisible thing that we can't see, you know? So it's just about being open to believing things that we can't see, which is really hard. It's really, really hard. So if we can say that a thought is a tangible energy that we can't see, but it's there and it's on a frequency as all energy is like a frequency, right? I might be saying wrong things. A physicist can please correct me because I, I want to learn. I want to know what I'm talking about. Thoughts become things. Okay, so they become things through your feeling state. Now, there are a number of feeling frequencies and starting from the highest level, the, the highest sort of degree, if you like, love and going down now into, you know, it's going to get gradually worse and worse. So the good feeling states would be love, the highest, then gratitude, joy, passion, excitement, enthusiasm, hope, satisfaction. Now we have the negative feeling states, which are going to get worse as we go down the scale. Boredom, irritation, disappointment, worry, criticism, anger, hate, envy, guilt, despair, and then at the very last one, the worst one, fear. It's really interesting because we can think that we're feeling really positive and really good, but actually we're not, you know, so... You can feel bored and think, oh, well, I'm, I feel really positive today, but I'm feeling bored right now. But the thing is, is that that is a negative state. 
you know, because we're not feeling joy and passion and excitement. And that's quite an interesting thing just to sort of observe in ourselves. You know, ask yourself the question right now, how do you feel? Question yourself, what do you say on a regular basis? Because that will be an indication of not only how you think and what you're thinking, but then therefore what you're feeling and therefore what you attract to yourself. What's your language? For years, I always used to speak in a way that was negative and I would never have described myself as a negative person. Naturally, I'm a very optimistic person. I mean, that's going to sound crazy when I'm going to tell you what I'm about to say. I always said, oh, I hate that. Oh no, I hate doing that. I hate this. I hate that. It just doesn't make sense, you know, and without thinking about it, without trying to change it, I've just become more aware and just changed as a person in recent years. And I now find myself saying, I love that. Oh my goodness. I love doing that. I want to do that, you know, and the actual words, the vocabulary I use is positive. And that's an indication of my feeling state, perhaps. So just something to, something to think about. What words are you using? It might seem really silly, like, oh, the word I use, that's not going to make much difference to the universe. Well, yeah, it, it might not just as the word itself, but it might be an indication of something deeper inside of how you, how you actually operate and how you feel about things. So whenever possible, let's stick to these good feeling frequencies. The highest love gratitude, joy, passion, excitement, enthusiasm, hope, and satisfaction. So it is actually impossible to feel bad and have good thoughts at the same time. If your thoughts are good, you cannot be feeling bad. Try it. Try it out. So I guess then the opposite would also be true. You know, you can't be feeling good and have bad thoughts. That's really good to know you know, Um, because the thoughts cause your feelings. Your thoughts determine the frequency you're on. Each emotion has a frequency. That's the scale that we've just talked about. So, you know, how you're feeling is an indication of what you're thinking. If you feel bad, you know that your thoughts are negative. Your thoughts are your, I'm saying your as if I'm not included in this, our thoughts are the key the absolute key to everything, all this law of attraction, all about manifesting, all everything in life, our thoughts, what we choose to think about, the, the words we choose to use, the things that we choose to focus on. And I'll come to that a little bit later. So essentially, we want to keep high vibe, good vibrations. Maybe we should just all listen to the Beach Boys good vibrations on repeat every day. I'm sure that would help a lot of us. <laughs> I want to try that one day and I'll feed back to you how that goes. My first introduction to the law of attraction was uh, the secret movie. I ended up watching it after all those years of hearing about this thing that was like life-changing for so many millions of people. I can't remember why I watched it, really, but I watched it and it's hilarious. It's sort of enough to put anyone off the whole idea of the law of attraction somehow. It's very cringy and um, corny. But if you, again, if you sit there with this sort of soft mind and just listen, really, it's very good. And uh, one of, it's basically a collection. It's what I I wouldn't say it's a movie. It's more like a sort of documentary or sort of like a series of these different people um, talking to you and showing you and teaching you all these things. One of the speakers who is in that movie is Bob Proctor. Now, Bob Proctor, if anyone knows me and follows me on Instagram or something, is someone that I uh, I quote 
daily, probably. Um, he actually became more well-known, actually famous, because he was so captivating in the way that he spoke about this subject on The Secret. And it boosted his whole career, even though he's been in the sort of personal growth and life coaching, if you like, and personal development um, realm for for decades it was the secret that boosted him into like the public awareness okay so my first sort of introduction to the law of attraction may have been watching the secret movie and figuring out about bob proctor and then reading well actually i've never read the book so what happened is that Rhonda burns she's australian she created the movie the secret and it was such a blown up success like unbelievable for the time it was released she then released as you can imagine a book version of everything that was being taught in so I, I've never read it, but I've listened to the audiobook. And again, I will come to that a bit later. And there's a whole series of books that she's come out with all along the same lines, which I really, really recommend. They've been life-changing for me, for sure. But the the actual, actual, actual introduction to the law of attraction for me and manifesting and manifestation, I guess, was a very um, passive experience um but it's that word I experienced it first which then led me to sort of learn more about it because I was like hang on a second something is going on here It, it, it was sort of bizarre I would call them miracles miracles you know I joke about that word because obviously that's a very loaded word miracles miracles you know you think of a miracle like oh someone's regrown a left arm that was cut off or something that would be a total miracle right or someone died and came back to life miracle now the reason why I sort of it's a bit tongue-in-cheek the way I use the word miracle is because I use it for sort of small things that have maybe come into my life that were unexpected or you know they can be small or big but let's I'm just trying to describe to you the word miracle and the way that I use it because it will start to make sense now. So I started to experience miracles. Amazing, right? Like what a time in my life to start experiencing miracles, which was when I had moved to LA. Long story. I mean, maybe I've talked about this in my episode five, feel the fear and do it anyway, but I've not really gone into much detail about this other than that the fact that I was living in LA for a whole year unexpectedly and the way that that was possible was only down to the miracles. It's one of those things where unless I had felt the fear and done it anyway, you know, I wanted to move to LA, I wanted to live there, then none of these things would have happened. And now I look back and think, oh, wow, what a decision that was to do that because that has been life changing. And there's a really amazing quote from Steve Jobs, which is, You can only connect the dots going backwards, but you can't connect them going forwards. So that's that kind of thing, you know, that leap of faith, take it because it will lead to something. There's no good or bad. Looking back, I can connect all those dots. And from that initial decision to move to LA and be crazy and not know what I'm doing and not know anyone and have no money out there and all the things that happened could happen, you know, in negative and positive happened. You know, and that led to all these miracles and these other little experiences that led to that, that led to this, that led to that. And here I am right now, right? So um, that's a really good quote. You can only connect the dots going backwards. So just go for it. Okay, I'm going to tell you about some of the miracles that I've experienced just really, really recently within the last two years, just because unless I tell you from my own personal experience, you can't listen to me and and have any confidence in what I'm saying. And, you know, look, we all experience, we've all, we've all, this is, this is the, the epiphany that I had. 
we are experiencing these miracles all the time, all throughout our life. It's just whether we recognize them or not. Because as I call them, miracles, these little little things that come to us, you know, without us sort of seemingly asking for them and they just sort of pop up from nowhere. That's miracle, right? That's the miracle. So miracles can be all different things. You might even call them coincidences. I think what a lot of people call coincidences, I might now see as some sort of miracle. That's just the way I'm going to choose to look at things from now on because I really do believe that these things come as gifts or opportunities from some sort of something, greater thing, greater thing than us. You know, you can call it the universe, spirit, the force, you know, Star Wars style, God, whatever you believe in. So what are the the couple of things, what are the things that I've experienced? What are the miracles? Well, for example, now this is a good one, but I can't go into too much detail So if you do see me in person or you'd like to know this story, please let me know and I'd be thrilled to tell you the whole entire detailed story. In essence, I received a free iPhone X. I was living in LA, penniless, at the end of this year that I was there unexpectedly, blah blah blah, always go on about it. I have not gone into detail in a podcast episode, but all you need to know is that I was really struggling. I was somewhere that I loved and I'd chosen to stay longer than than I needed to because I really wanted to be there, okay? And I was coming to the end of my stay there, uh, so a whole year, how crazy. But I needed a phone, my phone was dying, and obviously when you're living in a country where you're not from and you don't know really where you're going, you you need a phone. These days, we need phones. And um, I was just like, I committed to buying it. I thought, well, now look, I have no money, I've been living in this sort of penniless state for quite a while, and I deserve this. I'm going to just put this on on some sort of credit card. I'm going to go into the overdraft, like massive overdraft. And just, it does, I didn't, I just tried not to think about it. I just wanted the phone and I just focused on wanting the phone. I paid, just all you need to know is that I, I went to pay for it and I ended up getting the phone for free. It's amazing. It was a miracle. <laughs> I mean, I'm smiling so much about it because you don't understand how much that meant to me at the time. Okay, what else? Massive reductions in rent when I was looking for places I was moving every single month or sometimes every two weeks. And rent in LA is extortionate, way more than London, in my opinion. And, you know, people would just sort of look at me and be like, because I'd be like, look, this is all I can afford. And they'd, they'd look at me and, you know, people who live in LA and who are renting out their apartments or their, their rooms and their subletting and stuff, in my personal opinion, you wouldn't be doing that unless you had to. And living in LA, it seems to be, it's a very, very expensive thing. And people are crazy about money, like crazy about every single penny they can save or, or whatever. And that was pretty eye-opening to me. Um, but these some of these people would look at me and be like, oh, well, do you know, you look like a nice person or you seem like a nice or good person. I'll like knock off $400 from the rent for you. Or in some cases, real miracle alert. Um, you can stay in my place for free while I'm traveling. Like I totally trust you. You never only just met you, but that's totally fine. And just amazing stuff like that. I mean, I just, I still can't get over it. You know, I, I really am so grateful for those people and for those experiences. Uh, other little more smaller things like people paying for my parking fines um if you're from LA you know that that comes but living in LA we always get parking fines and it's hideous and they're really expensive but 
anything like that I just couldn't afford at the time I was there penniless living really seriously mean that and um you get an $84 parking fine for something ridiculous and I just didn't know where I'd find that money and before I know it someone says to me I'll pay I'll pay for that for you Sophie don't worry about it I've taken care of it and I'm just like okay thank you very much miracle thank you universe right or friends suddenly giving me large sums of money just when I needed it you know um offering I didn't ask because I have a problem with asking and that's something else that I'll come to the the idea of asking but really really I can't talk about it for too long because I will cry here on this podcast but I those are miracles miracles okay um this is a really good one this is like real law of attraction it would probably be in in the secret movie or something or written in the book as an example of something so I had a piano student in London who was a retired man in his late 60s and I taught him for like three to four years and he had a hearing aid and he wasn't very musical at all, but it was such a joy to teach him an adult student who really wanted to learn and had started teaching himself the piano. And I came along and I, I believe I'm a good teacher and it, we just found a really good way of operating and he took some graded piano exams and loved doing it, even though, you know, he's not a natural musician. What I didn't know and I found out later is that his wife had cancer and uh, while I was studying, uh, studying musician and I had my final recitals as a, as a violinist and graduating and things, they both came and watched my performances and they were just so, so nice. And um, wow, this is an amazing story. Again, instant crying usually happens when I think about it, but I have to share it. I was on a plane going to visit a friend in Amsterdam um, in sort of early 2019 this is after the miraculous year of living in LA and life changing and, and everything. So maybe I did actually manifest this. But again, I was having major money issues. <laughs> when do we not have major money issues? But yes, I really was in need of money, basically. And I got this email from my student. And he told me that his wife had sadly passed away and that he didn't know if I knew, but she had been battling cancer for quite a while, all the time I was teaching him. And that my coming to teach him and him learning the piano and everything brought so much joy to them uh, in their household. And that she had left me £1,000 in her will as a token of her gratitude. I mean, no words no words I was like crying on the plane and wow that that was a miracle that was a miracle another one straight to another one again it's a financial one because at the time this is just exactly what I was thinking about you know when I say I needed I needed but it was more that I was thinking about it okay thinking about like certain amounts of money that I needed to pay bills certain bills and whatever so I have a business and I've got a business bank account with the Royal Bank of Scotland that's what I had at the time and for some reason the Royal Bank of Scotland contacted me and supposedly thousands of other customers to say that they are needing to shuffle some things around in their biz in their company and they need some of their customers to switch banks for no particular reason. And here's a list of banks that you can switch to of which they are offering an incentive to switch. I mean, okay. I was like, okay, well, it's no skin off my nose to switch bank account. It doesn't really matter. But what the most amazing and miraculous thing was is that when I switched to a new bank, 
they gave me a thousand pounds to switch. I mean, what the hell, right? It's things like that that have just started to happen like again and again and again. I mean, in my eyes right now, as I'm speaking to you now, these these kinds of miracles are happening less and less. But I think it's just that I'm not as aware. And I was just in this sort of like really high vibe state after coming back from LA. And I was really like, wow, life is amazing. Like, I love life because I'd experienced a lot of difficulty and then come back to the UK and was like, okay, life is really good. I have a really good life. And maybe it's something to do with that. But man, some of the things, these are just some examples. You know, I wasn't particularly asking for a thousand pounds from my piano student's wife who had just died you know it was so unexpected and then your bank you don't expect your bank to want to give you a thousand pounds to switch to another bank it just doesn't make sense okay very very grateful for these kinds of things okay so I said that we talk about asking what is what does it mean to ask asking doesn't mean like ask the question like please sir can I have some more no what it actually is is thinking about what it is that you want on a sort of continuous and habitual basis so if you're thinking about something a lot and it's on your mind a lot whether it's positive or negative you're asking for it okay so what What are ways that we can cultivate this law of attraction, this manifestation technique? Um, There are some fun little things that we can do to help with that. Um, But one of the most important things that you'll find the people who are in this world talk about a lot, you know, personal development, spiritual stuff, uh, law of attraction, manifesting, everything. They all say the same thing, just in slightly different ways. One of the main things is to feel as if you have what you want now. How would you feel if you had that thing now? Okay, so how would you be talking? How would you be moving? Who who would be in your life? Like, what would you be doing every day? You know, if you start to act and feel as if you have what you desire right now, that is one of the fastest ways of attracting it to you. Um, I really like that because, you know, naturally being an optimist and slightly thinking I'm really funny and tongue in cheek and everything, I like to play with that. But you, I, what I would say is that you do have to be in the mood. If you're not feeling it and your vibe is slightly low, it's really hard to sort of, you know, walk around the house as if you're a millionaire or, you know, walk around the house like you have that person in your life that you're waiting for, you know, or, or whatever it might be. Uh, a term that I really, really like that I have mentioned in a previous episode is future memories. You know, so you, I have these things written on post-it notes dotted around my my house as constant reminders. Um, and when I first write them, I see them all the time and I'm like, oh yeah, that's so good. It's just reminding me right now. But I've got I've got used to seeing them, so I don't see them anymore. So what needs to happen is that I need to put the post-it notes somewhere different or rewrite them or just continuously just keep learning and and then just putting all this information in my head because that's what it takes to change our lives. It just has to be constant work. Unfortunately, we cannot just sit there and ask and do nothing. It's like there has to be effort. So the whole idea of future memories, which would be, you know, all the things that you want imagining that not only that you've got them now but like they've already happened 
So they're, they're already memories, but they're future memories. That's mind-blowing. I love that idea. But again, you've got to be kind of in a high-vibe state to sort of be thinking in these ways. So the most important thing that I can recommend to experiment with the law of attraction and manifesting would be to get yourself in a good state, change your thoughts, be become aware of the thoughts and the sort of the thought patterns that we might have, the words that we use, the things that we choose to focus on, because it's so important. It changes literally our vibrational state, which then affects what comes into our life. It's it's really crazy. And it's kind of scary to think of it in that way, but it's also amazing. It really means that we are in control of our life and every single minute of the day. When we're focusing on the negative in people or things and circumstances, that is all we will see. It's what we create for ourselves. It's the experience we create. We, we create the negative experience because it's what we're focusing on, right? So again, that's where that awareness comes in, opening our awareness, you know, focus on the good and you will get the good. So asking, believing that it will actually come to you and then receiving it and then, you know, depending on what it is, acting upon that opportunity or taking it up and doing it, you know, having faith in yourself that if you do go for that opportunity you're you're going to succeed whatever it might be and um gratitude plays a really really important part in this process um it is don't forget the second most powerful feeling state or feeling frequency we can we can be in a state of gratitude so that's one of the things that i i do practice um i try and do it every day i've fallen off the bandwagon a little bit with that but it's just giving thanks in advance for the things that you want. And it's it's writing things in a way which is, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have blah, 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 or I work in blah, 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 or I live in, and whatever it is with as much detail as possible. And that's a really, really powerful way. And it's also really nice. You feel really good when you're expressing gratitude for anything. So my gratitude diary would be every day listing 10 things I'm grateful for. And the way I personally like to do it is for the first five to be things that I have right now. Number one is always my perfect health. And notice how it's not just my health, it's my perfect health. I'm so grateful for my perfect health. So it's that's a sort of um, hybrid one because it's something that I have now. I'm fit and healthy and I'm so grateful to be alive. But also I'm giving thanks for this sort of continued perfect health, you know. Um, and then five things that I don't have yet that I want, but I'm already expressing gratitude for them as if I have them. So all the stuff is very sort of like, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of practice. And that's why during this lockdown period, it's been a really, really good time to experiment with these things because we all have a little bit extra time than we might usually have. And um, it's a good excuse to sort of be able to try out new things. Uh, for me personally, I've been experimenting and uh, it's uh, it's just, if not, if not anything, it just makes you feel good to focus on the good and to, it's exciting, it's fun, isn't it? To sort of think about things that you want and to, <laughs> this is what I really like that the secret, the secret says, you know, the universe is like a catalogue. And if you're from the UK, think of it as like an Argos catalogue. You just open up the catalogue, see what you want and you ask for it. You're like, yeah, I'll have one of those, one of those, one, and just write it all down. Think about it often, express gratitude for having it already. And, you know, in your mind's eye, visualize, you know, playing with it, doing it, having it, being with it, whatever it might be. And do that again and again and again for however long it takes. And then you'll have it. That sounds pretty fun to me, you know, and it's better than 
sitting there and focusing on the negative and therefore experiencing negative things. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I think that this kind of topic does take a certain level of open-mindedness, that soft mind I was trying to just sort of cultivate at the beginning. Um, This way of thinking has really, it's something that's very new to me in the last two years, and I'm trying to cultivate it even more in this more specific sort of designed way. Like I said, you know, I don't want to just experience miracles by default sort of without my choosing them. You know, I I want to be conscious now of these, these things and it works. It really does. It takes energy, like I said, but stick with it. And if you have any questions or if you want to discuss anything, just reach out to me on Instagram is the easiest way. Sophie underscore Yasmin. And, uh, yeah, I would love to talk more about this kind of stuff. Um, I'm passionate about it as you might be able to hear. And, um, you know, in the meantime, I'll continue to make more episodes based on different topics, but essentially everything comes down to your thoughts become things and what you're thinking about affects what you feel and how you feel, sorry, and how you feel basically dictates what happens to you and around you. So I will leave you with that. Thank you so much for being here and listening. As always, a lot of gratitude. I'm going to visualize millions of people listening to my podcast from now on, practice what I preach, and I'll I'll speak to you in the next episode. (laughs) 